Amen. I just want to let you know uh, I'm going to be uh, going uh, this week to up to uh, Teresa's farm. And this is the week that I normally go and uh, study for a week and uh, kind of get away and spend some time in prayer and planning for next year. And so uh, if you need me, I'm still available by phone. Hopefully my phone works up there. It should. Um, and uh, if you need anything, just let me know. I'm just a couple hours away, so uh, if you need something. Uh, but just pray for me if you would. Um, pray that the, that the devil doesn't distract me and doesn't discourage me. Sometimes whenever you get away alone and stuff like that, it can be discouraging and such and a distraction. And so just pray that the, uh, that the Lord will uh, just really help me to have wisdom, uh, to know how to lay out the calendar for next year and what he would like me to preach on, and, and at least in general, uh, for the next year. And uh, see, uh, just kind of pray that the Lord will give me a vision for uh, what he wants to do with our church this next year and uh, see how God will lead us. And so I, I appreciate the opportunity that I have to be able to do this. Something that a, uh, a uh, older pastor recommended uh, for uh, years before I became a pastor, and I thought whenever I came here, I said, I'd like to try to do that and uh, be able to get away like that and spend some time. And then Friday, the kids and my wife are going to be coming up and uh, to the farm. And we're going to spend the night Friday night and Saturday uh, more, uh, morning there uh, and afternoon and just have some fun as a family together and have a bonfire and, you know, things like that. And we won't burn down her farm or anything, but, uh, but just uh, uh, pray for us and travel and all of that. We sure would appreciate it. All right, uh, Pastor Wallace, Jimmy Wallace, why don't you come on up? Dad, come on up and uh, preach for us. Jeremy, can I get you to get me a glass of water? My mouth's kind of dry, and I don't want to have a dry sermon. <laughs> Amen. That wouldn't be right, would it? It's a, really an honor for me uh, to pastors really given up, uh, I'd say a third of his or of his time to preach, not counting Sunday school, uh, by allowing me to preach one service out of three, and I really appreciate that. I I didn't ask him to do that. I didn't expect that. I thought I was going to get some rest, you know. But, you know, if you rest too much, you rust, too. I don't want to rust. So, I'm so glad you came tonight. And uh, it's an it's honor to open God's Word uh, together. I want to give you one verse tonight to turn to. Uh, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, you know, I shouldn't be too long because I'm preaching on one verse. Uh, Second Corinthians 12 and verse number 9. I've preached, uh, I mean, how many times now I've preached here? But I've preached, I know at least two of them on grace, and the sermon tonight is on grace. And uh, grace is really what it's all about. Where would we be without the grace of God? <clears throat> and God's grace is so, it's so flexible. It's so, it has so many applications to our life. It's our teacher. It teaches us God's way. It's our guide. I'm, anything you want to say about it, anything we need, God gives it to us through His grace. And we shouldn't ever take advantage, uh, take that for granted, should we? <clears throat> uh, the word grace means gift. So that's so our salvation is by grace. It's the gift of God uh, and everything that God gives us it's according to his grace uh, so it's a really it's an unexhaustible uh, message that we all need and the greatest prayer you could ever pray in whatever trouble you're in is God give me grace did you ever find yourself 
in a hard time, uh, between a rock and a hard place, and that come from your lips, God, give me grace. We know we need God's help, don't we? We know we, we need him to uh, be with us. So the title of the message tonight is The Greatest Thing About God's Grace is that, is that It's Always Sufficient for Me and for You. Amen? It never falls short of doing the job that needs to be done in my life. Uh, I never come up short when God's grace is involved. Amen? Isn't it good? And it's for each of us individually according to our individual particular need at any individual particular time. God's grace is always there and it's always sufficient. You ever stop and thank God for his grace whenever you've gone through a particular hard time or something like that? God's grace just gets us through life and makes it a little bit more bearable. Amen? Uh, as I get older, I find myself needing more of God's grace. I need more of His grace just to get out of bed some mornings. Amen? Can I hear an amen? Uh, I've got other people here. Uh but we always need God's grace. The word grace means gift. It's God's way of giving to us. Not just salvation, but everything we need in life comes to us by God's grace. We should never take it for granted. But it's always sufficient. The verse I want to read with you tonight is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Doesn't sound like God begrudges his grace much, does it? My grace is made perfect or complete. It completes its purpose in the weakness of others. Any need that you have, grace completes that. And you can pray that short prayer no matter what need you have. God, give me grace. And that covers it. And it's a done deal. And your, far, your heart feels at ease. And, and you find comfort. And you find that God is with you. You feel strength come into your life. You feel confidence, not self-confidence. Confidence that grace brings. Amen? Don't be, don't be shy about asking God for His grace for every situation in life. If you're, if you're feeling uncomfortable in any way, it's the time to cry out, God, give me grace. Amen? Anyway, anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, just breathe that little prayer. God, give me grace. And you'll find His grace there. Isn't that a lot of love that God would have that kind of love for us that would give us something we really need that's always there. He's always ready to give us more of it and a stronger dose of it uh, to meet any need that we have. His grace is so precious. And uh, it's always sufficient. I want to tell you something. I don't know how long I'm going to preach on grace. I'm not talking about tonight. I'm talking about throughout the time that I'm allowed to preach. But I think I could preach on grace every time I get up to preach anywhere I am and I think it would be a blessing and I think that God would speak to hearts I think it's one of the most greatest needs that we have and we take it for granted and we don't realize how much we need to to reach out for God's grace 
uh, in anything that would make you the slightest uncomfortable is worthy of God's grace. Amen? And uh, God loves us so much. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I pray you are blessed tonight. Speak to our hearts. Lord, draw us closer to you by your grace. Help us to realize how much you love us, that you gave us such sufficient and abundant grace for every day of our life, for every need that we have throughout our entire life. Grace will always be there for us. Lord, help us not to grieve the Spirit. Help us not to ignore the grace. Help us to take advantage of your wonderful grace that you give us every day and so many times throughout the day. And sometimes it doesn't even dawn on us what's happening. But your grace sees us through. And uh, it's always there. Thank you for that. Thank you that it's always sufficient. Speak to us now, we pray in Jesus' name, for his sake. Amen. So whatever need, whatever my weakness, however great the obstacles are against me, uh, no matter how hopeless the situation seems, no matter how the odds seem to be stacked against me, God's grace put, puts God in my corner to fight for me and with me, and the odds are, uh, by grace are always for me. Do you see the value? Uh, it, it, this is just one thing. There's so many things so valuable that God has given us. Uh, but uh, I really see the value in God's grace. We should never take it for granted. We should thank God for his grace always. It's the one thing that brought us to salvation. For by grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. Uh, and it's, when it comes to us, it's always with us. So we come to the place where we're ready to die. And then he gives us dying grace. It was see a godly Christian die. Oh, it's not a hard thing for them. You see the grace of God on their face. And they're not regretting anything. God does that. We've got such a wonderful God. So grace is for our life. It's for everything that we need. Uh, it's abundant. It's uh, always present. No place we can go where we would be out of the realm of God's grace, where God's grace can't reach us and help us. Uh, there's no circumstance in our life that, that uh, is not uh, God's grace can't work in and through. Uh, and we will always need his grace. Now look for it this week. Look for God's grace working in your life. Uh, it'll change your attitude. It'll change your discouragement to encouragement. It'll change your outlook on life. As you realize, grace is always with me. God's grace is so powerful and so loving and so generous and so kind. And it's always with me. Every moment of every day, His grace is sufficient. The older we get, the more we appreciate that. Amen? That His grace is there. First thing I want you to see is God's power is greatest uh, when we are at our weakest. Uh, this is some of the greatest things about God's grace. And it's all sufficiency. Isn't God's timing good? It's always sufficient. It's always on time. We need grace. You know, God is just never late. 
Amen. They don't have to ever wait on God. We talk about waiting on the Lord and referring to praying and trying to learn what God's will is in a certain area or something. But you're not really waiting on him. He's already there. He already knows what he's going to do and what he wants you to do. A lot of times he's waiting for you to shut up so he can tell you, you know. And give him your attention and just shut your mouth and open your ears to your soul. And let him speak to you. And let him tell you what you need to hear. So God's power is greatest when we're at our weakest and our, our neediness. When we need help, God's grace is the answer. As God's grace is the way that he supplies every need. Uh, he, it's the way that we, he gets us through life with less worry and more comfort and more assurance and more joy and more confidence than in anything else. It's just the grace of God does that. And it gets us uh, through life. It's greatest when we're weakest because we know our, our need. Uh, grace gives us an unfair advantage against our problems and our adversaries in life. Do you have someone in life that gets your goat? You've heard that phrase, and aren't we country folks here a little bit? So-and-so got my goat. Someone said, if I knew where you kept your goat tied, I could get your goat. <laughs> Amen? Everybody's got a goat where people just get your goat. The particular thing that turns your apple cart over and messes everything up and gets you all upset and you know the devil knows what gets your goat. And he uses it all the time. Amen. Sometimes our wives and our husbands know what gets our goat. It's not good to use that. Amen. Um, it's ornery to use that. But whatever bothers us in life, God's grace is sufficient. And God's grace can... I, I've always been an easygoing type of guy. My dad was that way. Uh, we always believed my dad was just halfway in a coma. You know, all the time. Not, nothing ever shook him. And I guess I got a little bit of that. I don't think I could have pastored all these 50-some-odd years if, if I got upset very easy. Uh, if you want to try to get me upset... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you good luck because I'm just don't get upset. No, just the grace of God and uh, the nature that God has given me, uh, preparing me for the ministry. Uh, I'm just a pretty likable guy, if you want to know. I can just talk about me for quite a while and never get tired, but it's the grace of God, folks. God made me the way he made me. Uh, he could have made me a hothead. Anybody know any hotheads? Loser temper. Uh, somebody said so-and-so will fight at the uh, drop of a hat and they'll furnish the hat you know uh, I'm just not that way but I found more so I should say since I've become a Christian but I've been a Christian since I was I think 15 when I received Christ I wish I'd found them earlier or they had been easier but God knew I was going to come to him and he preserved me by his grace, even before I got saved. I could have been dead before I ever got saved. God preserved me. Don't get me started on all that, but God's grace is, it's by God's grace I'm even here. And you too. We don't know where 
we're going to leave this life from. Someone said, if I knew where I was going to die, I'd just never go there. Amen? Uh, we don't know. We don't know when, but God's power is greatest when we realize how weak we are. And it's sufficient. So grace gives us the unfair advantage. Um, he says, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace, that, that's an advantage. Um, is it too much? Is it a, sometimes it's abundant grace he gives at times. Uh, but whatever it is, it's always sufficient. What's wrong with that? As long as it's the perfect amount that we need at that time, how can you beat it? Amen? Uh, that's what makes it so wonderful that God knows he doesn't overwhelm us with his grace. He doesn't give us just enough to where we nearly make it. Amen? It's sufficient. It's just the perfect amount of grace we need for that situation, for that time, to ease our heart and to comfort us and uh, to encourage us, make us strong and get us through it. Um, God's power works perfectly with His grace and by His grace through our weakness. Uh, there's not anybody that God can't work with in His life. No matter how weak we are spiritually or physically or mentally uh, or any way, His grace works perfectly in our life. It's just what we need. Uh, there's uh, it works perfectly in our weaknesses. There's no resistance. There's no pride. There's no self-glory. Uh, it just works right in perfectly with our life. No matter where we are, no matter what our IQ is, no matter what our personality is like, no matter uh, what kind of grades we made in school, uh, no matter what your personality is like, God's grace works perfectly with your life. When you realize you need it, and realize you can't make it through life without drawing from God all the grace you possibly can, and more, then you're in the right place for God's grace to go to work in your life every day of your life. It's a good thing wake up in the morning. You know, when someone said, they like to say when he woke up in the morning, good morning, Lord. I've had times when I wake up and I say, Good Lord, is it morning? <laughs> but he's always there when you wake up. He always has something in his hand. It's a handful of his grace. So, preacher, what are you trying to do here? I'm trying to tell you, take advantage of God's grace. It's so wonderful. It's so completing. It completes you as a person. It knocks off the rough edges of your life. We all got those, right? Amen? It evens out your personality. I think it even do a bipolar person some good. Amen? They have their ups and downs. and uh, God's grace is just sufficient for our weakest moment. God's power works perfectly with uh, our weakness. Uh, there's, there's no resistance. There's no pride. 
no self-glory when God's grace is involved. All these have to go out the window. They have to go around the corner and wait for you when you're not walking in God's grace. When you're walking in God's grace, the devil trembles. The devil shows up and sees God's grace and he says, I'll check with you tomorrow. I'll see you next week. I'm trying to tell you how to have fewer problems in life. So be aware of the grace of God is always all around you and in you. And ready to take over in your life and see you through whatever you're going to face that day. His grace is there. He's always got a bushel basket full of it. He'll never run out. He's got sufficient amount. Amen? And we, we don't ever have any excuses to say, I had to face life alone. I had to face this by myself. I had to do the best I could. I've heard people give testimonies and, and sad stories about how bad their life was. The grace of God evens out all those rough spots. Maybe you had overbearing parents. I was raised by a stepmother. I, I met my real mother later on in life. And every day, the rest of my life, I thank God for my real, for my stepmother. She was an angel compared to what my real mother was like. I love her, but she was hard to get. I think she was bipolar, or tripolar, or quadrupolar, or something. <laughs> she, she had more hang-ups than Maul Bell. She had problems, and every summer that I'd go out up to, I think since I was 12 years old, I'd go up to spend some time with her a week for her, and I came back a nervous wreck and all shook up and everything. She was just that type of person. But somehow God's grace got me through that. And I thank God for His grace. I didn't have to live with it all the time. Amen? See, God... Is taking care of me by His grace. It means God's grace uh, gives God all the glory. If you want to get in the habit of giving glory to God, understand that any good that you do, any part of life, any difficult you have that you're able to sell through, you did it by the grace of God. Not by willpower. Uh, not by might. Not by personal strength. You did it by the grace of God. Can I get that in our heads today? Uh, that's why we don't glorify God more. Because we, we think we did it. Any time you start thinking, well, you know, I know my job pretty good. I get a raise quite often. I'm good at my job. If you are good at your job, it's because of the grace of God. He made you. He gave you the brain. He gave you the personality. He gave you everything you needed to be good at your job. Amen? Now, when we get our thinking right about the grace of God, it, it, it takes, gives us a big blow right where we need it in our pride. Amen? Couldn't we use a good blow in our pride? Come on, say amen. I won't think I'm preaching right to you, but I'm preaching to all of us, including myself. You know, when I'm preaching, I got one finger and then three pointing back at myself. We all have trouble with it. But the grace of God just does something uh, to where we aren't the big eye. 
Did you know the middle letter in the word pride is I? Also, the middle letter in the word sin is I. That's some coincidence, isn't it? Grace is so great that it works perfectly with whatever weaknesses we have. It, it means God's grace gives God all the glory. Nothing grieves the Holy Spirit like us taking credit for any way that God works in our life. Don't we love to brag on ourselves? Some more than others. Amen. I, I, I'd brag on myself a lot if I could think of anything good to brag about. Amen. I guess it's my humility. I could brag about my humility. Amen. <laughs> Thank God I'm so humble. Yeah, I just lost it. Uh, it grieves the Holy Spirit. All glory goes to God and not to us. We realize we are what we are by the grace of God. It humbles us. God's grace uh, shines the spotlight on God's power. We're reminded where the power we can. I'm a pretty smart person. I'm not saying I'm a smart person, but some people say that or think that or full of pride because of it. Who gave you that brain? Who, who molded that brain and made it fit your body and your personality and your life just for you. Well, I, I'm just, I learn easy. I learn fast. Well, thank God. God gave it to you. Just like he gave me one that doesn't learn fast. I, I appreciate what I get, what I learn, because it takes a long time to get it through my head. Don't, don't ever brag about anything that God gave you. And he gave you everything. You praise the Lord. Amen. And his grace shines that spotlight on the power of God. And what God gives us and what he's, what he's done for us. Number four, God's grace forces me to trust in God alone. That's the great thing about really understanding the grace of God that is not me, that is not my personality, that is not my IQ, that is not uh, uh, anything about me. It's the grace of God. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And what little grace I got, I labored more abundantly than they all. I took advantage of it. It forces me to trust in God alone. I see the greatest possibilities uh, in the darkest times in my life because I understand God's grace is get there to get me through it. Now, I, I don't know, maybe you're getting a little tired of this me talking about grace, that means you have a problem. That means maybe you're fighting with pride a little bit. Amen? How can you ever get tired of hearing something so wonderful that such a wonderful, complete, giving God gave you? Grace, not just to save you, but to walk with you throughout your life. You know, God's got all the answers if you just ask him the questions. Grace helps you do that. Amen? Do you ever say, ladies, when you're shopping, Lord, which one should I get? What's the best deal? I'm not going to ask you, and I bet every lady's done that. You've been saved any time. God knows. 
Amen? You don't have to have your calculator and figure it all out. Ask God your questions. God loves it. Because he's got the grace to, uh, to show you the answer. It deep, deepens our trust in God. Why don't we ask God more questions? We're just a little low on grace. We're a little bit too full of pride. Now, what is about us that we want to try to figure it out? Now we've got the internet. My day, we didn't have the internet. But we had it, but it didn't have all the answers like the internet has today. Uh, my son pulls out his phone. He looks on the internet for everything. I, uh, God's got all the answers. God made the internet. Did you know that? All things are by him and for him. Amen. So be careful how you use the internet. It's for him. Man, man thinks, well, look what we've done. Well, it's only by God's grace you did what you did. Only by God's power, God's influence, uh, God's guidance in your life. Uh, it deepens our trust in God. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him in everything. Charles Spurgeon said, Let us learn of God with all, uh, lean, lean on God with all our weight. Let us uh, throw ourselves on His faithfulness as we do on our beds bringing all our uh, weariness. It gives us rest. So grace is everything that we need. I'm going to give you some things and I'm done. What grace is. Grace is our light in the darkest night. We don't have to be afraid of the boogeyman in the dark. He's our light in the darkest night. Grace is always, uh, is and always will be the foundation for our faith. We have a strong foundation why we can have faith. It's because we understand God's grace is His power. To work for us. And in us and through us. It's a, it'll always be our foundation. You'll always have faith if you've got grace. If you lean on your grace. The more faith you'll have. Amen. Grace is the power of God to face. And overcome. We can be overcomers. Well, I'm just not strong enough. Well, I'm just not smart enough. Grace is the power of God in us to be overcomers. Amen? Uh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not witty enough. I'm not... Forget about what you're not. Look to God's grace. If you can go away from here tonight realizing the value of the free grace God's placed within each of us. You've got all you need. Amen. Amen. Don't be afraid to ask God for grace when you're having a tough time. It honors Him. It humbles you and it honors Him. So it's always the foundation for our, for our faith. Grace is the power of God to face and overcome. Uh, grace settles all of our doubts and our fears. Do you think God wants us to live a, a life full of doubts? 
and fears. What's going to happen to our country? I believe there's forces at work that would like to destroy our country and take away our freedom and all the, oh, you know what? Don't do it. But just the internet's full of how much trouble we're in and how much, uh, how close we are on the brink of disaster. Hey, we're still in God's hand. And we're still a Christian nation. By far. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but God's grace is how we're going to face it as Christians. And God has us in His hand. Amen? It's the power of God to face and overcome Grace settles all of our doubts and fears. And we've all got them, whether we're, we'll admit it or not. Grace is the foundation and motivation for our spiritual life. Let me tell you how spiritual you are. It's what you do when you think nobody's watching. What you are when you, you're in a strange place, strange people. What you say, uh, let me tell you what kind of Christian you are. What you say when you hit your finger with a hammer and nobody's around. Amen. We, we're, we're very human. Amen. I never figured out of all times when we cuss, we, we cuss when we do something to ourselves. What are we doing? We cussing ourselves for doing that? Uh, I don't understand it. I, I don't do it, by the way. Uh, I've had a few times, if you'd write down some bad words, I'd sign it, my name to them, but <laughs> it's that bad. But grace settles all of our doubts and our fears. There's plenty to fear. We could be, we could drive ourselves into the saint asylum if we let it happen. But grace is what keeps us sane. Grace is the foundation and motivation for our spiritual life. Grace, is, grace will be our sidekick and best friend all the days of our life. Do you see why I talk about grace? Grace is the best friend that God's given you. Is, is he worthy of mention? Isn't grace worthy of mention? We, we forget that that's how God gives us everything and gets us through everything in life is by His grace. Do we deserve it? No, we don't deserve it. Grace means undeserved. Amen? But He loves us. Uh, grace will be our sidekick and our best friend all the way through life. Grace is our warmth when it, the coldness of life sets in. Grace is our watchman and sees Satan and trouble coming a long ways off. That's a good friend to have around, isn't it? Grace. Satan can sneak up on you real quick. And you can get in a lot of trouble real quick. And get obligated real quick. By the way, don't ever be obligated with when you realize you're wrong at being obligated at it. Uh, get out of it. If you have to sell everything you have to get out of it, do it. Don't let Satan make you obligated. Well, I, Pastor, do people ever get obligated? Well, Pastor, I'd be in church, but I have to work on Sunday. I've got so many bills. Where'd you get those bills? You got obligated. Amen? Grace will keep you unobligated that way. If you just live and spend your money by the grace of God. Grace is our watchman and see Satan in trouble coming. 
Grace is our teacher of kindness and patience and love. We, we need to be taught that lesson over and over again. How to be kind. How to be patient. How to, how to be love motivated as a Christian. If you're, if you're having trouble with any of those areas right there, it, it's a grace problem. You just need a little bit more grace. Amen? It teaches you how to be more kind, more patient, more loving. Grace is our guide to always help us find our way. Oh, isn't it easy to get lost in life? Life gets in our way. Life brings so many things in our way. And we need a guide to get us through life. Grace is that guide. Let grace guide you. Someone said, let your conscience be your guide. Oh, my Bible talks about a conscience seared over as with a hot iron. That doesn't sound like a very good one. We've all got a little bit of that kind of conscience. But grace never gets seared over. Grace doesn't change. Grace is God working in your life. It's dependable. It's sufficient. It's always right. You don't have to second guess it. You don't have to wonder. Uh, you don't have to, to uh, uh, live in doubt. You live by grace. You have less doubt in your life. Amen. Grace uh, is our encouragement uh, in our most discouraged times. You've always got grace. What discourages you? Grace will see you through it. Grace will help you live without confusion and doubt and things that, uh, that discourage you. It encourages us. Grace is our spiritual compass when we lose our way. Let grace guide you through this life. Don't, don't live a life of confusion and losing your way, losing your values, uh, changing, change and decay all around us. I see, O thou that changest not, abide with me. God's grace can keep you on the right path, going the right way, doing the right thing. Do you see the value of grace? It's our spiritual compass. Grace is our best friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He really is our best friend. He won't tell us what he thinks we want to know here. He'll tell us what we need to hear. That's a real friend, you know. If you've got a friend that uh, you always go to and they ask them what they think their advice, and you know they're going to side with you and tell you, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not really your friend. They're just trying to keep you as a friend for some reason. Real friends will tell you the truth. Tell you what you need to hear. Grace is our best friend. Uh, <clears throat> it sticketh closer than a brother. Grace is our light in the darkness. We can't see anything. We don't know where we are. We don't know where we're going. We don't know our way through life. Grace is our light in the darkness. Grace shines a light on life in such a way that we see things we never saw before. We understand life differently than we understood it before. Grace does that. It's truthful. It's wise. It radiates. It opens up things to our minds and our understanding. Grace does that. The grace of God. We're just lost without it. 
We're not going to make it through life without God's grace. Grace is our unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but we sure need it. Grace gives us the power of God uh, and power with God. Amen? It's one thing to have the power of God, but we need power with God. And grace is the continual deliverer of God's love to our heart. You'll never go through life one day wondering and doubting whether or not God loves you. Grace writes the love of God on your heart. The most wonderful gift that God ever gave us was His grace. And we can make it through life if we'll never put God's grace down the line somewhere in your values. Always keep it number one. Because God's grace will keep you keeping God number one in your life. You'll come out better, a better Christian. Uh, You'll handle your money better. You'll handle your relationships better. You'll handle your tongue better. Uh, You'll handle your finances better. You'll be a better all-around person if you just allow the grace of God to lead you and to speak to you and to guide you and be sufficient for every need that you have. Thank you very much for listening tonight. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Our dear Father, I thank you for your grace. Lord, I I for one know that I'm bankrupt without your grace. That uh, it's all over without your grace. And I admit that. And I pray, Lord, our value and our esteem for your grace would greatly grow and we would heed your grace more and we would love it more and cherish it more and use it more and walk by your grace every day of our lives. I pray you just dismiss us now with thy love and go with us with your grace. We pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen.